another solo episode for you guys. Emma is currently um, out of town. She's at a wedding and she's on spring break officially, which is so exciting. But I just wanted to pop on and talk to you guys a little bit about kind of a job search and um, adulting as a young adult, if you will. Um, Just kind of a random episode that kind of consists of my thought process from the past week or so. And there's really no flow to this episode whatsoever. It's just some things that I wanted to share with you guys. These are actually topics that we discussed of all places in my um, methods of marketing research class at the beginning of the week, which obviously I expect to learn something from that class, but I definitely wasn't expecting to learn these tips and tricks. So I thought I'd pass along um, the tips to you guys. So I'm going to do things a little bit different this week. I'm actually going to skip highs, lows, future highs. I feel like um, our episodes have kind of consisted of talking a whole lot about us recently and I more want to focus it on you guys and things that we can teach you guys. So I'm going to skip that and I'm actually going to start off with um, reading a caption from someone that I follow on Instagram that really I thought just hit different. So it's all about the employee mindset. So that's something that I'm going to be discussing throughout the entirety of this episode is just um, learning to adult as a young adult or um, get a job or how to kind of know how to get a job or the ways to go about something. Um, And so the first thing I'm going to share is this caption and it says, well, first of all, it's from... um, One of my old yoga instructors from when I lived in Charleston and she lived in Charleston, she has since moved to New York City and has started um, doing business coaching basically up there and she still taught yoga and she actually just stopped teaching yoga, but that's besides the point. Her caption is, when I finally left my job and decided to teach yoga full time, I made a serious mistake. I left the corporate world, but I kept the employee mindset. An employee mindset works in someone else's business. I taught classes for all the studios that would have me. I folded lavender towels. I cleaned the studios. I did whatever task was set in front of me because that was my job. I could not, did not see that I was now an entrepreneur, a CEO, a founder. Entrepreneurs work on their business. They choose exactly what to focus on, and they say yes to some things and no to others. They make decisions quickly. If you want to leap from your employee to... From employee to entrepreneur, you've got to shift your mindset. You were meant for you, and you've got what it takes. Become the yoga boss you were meant to be. So that can kind of be applied to a lot of different um, career fields and not necessarily just to yoga, but I thought that that was very interesting that she talked all about this employee mindset. And so it was from this quote that I decided that I wanted to talk about that because I know that there's a lot of people listening to this podcast who are young adults or who are in college or recently graduates of college and you're just trying to figure out what you want to do with your life and people always joke, "Oh, I'm 40 and I still don't know what to do with my don't know what I want to do with my life." And while that is very true, yes, I don't think that you have to have one set thing that you have to do for the rest of your life. Um, And so I think that this is something that I want to touch on. I think these are tips and tricks that you can take with you um, regardless of the career field that you want to follow. And there's not a ton of them, so this episode is going to be relatively quick. But the first one is just to have three personal characteristics about yourself. So how would you describe yourself? And I think that 
This is something that can be brought up in a phone interview, in an in-person interview, but it's also just important to know how you define yourself and you need to learn not to define yourself in the things that you do. So for example, if you're a mom, if you're a sister, if you're a yoga teacher, if you're a student, if you're a girlfriend, if you're, I don't know, a writer, whatever, those are all great things and those all make up who you are. But I think that there's some very important um, things to be said about characteristics about yourself that stem away from those things that you think make up who you are. So are you intellectual? Are you creative? Um, Are you magnanimous? Those kind of things. So the second thing is to be memorable. Well, yes, that's a lot easier said than done. If you're going into an interview or if you're talking to anybody, um, just say things that are going to stick out to them. Engage in the conversation. Teach them something. You're not the only one who needs to be learning and benefiting from um, conversing with a certain person. They can learn from you as well. Number three is to create a personal board of directors. And this sounds really weird, but basically your board of directors are the ones that are going to support you, but they're going to give you tough love. They're going to help you make decisions because they're going to tell you, hey, this could be a good idea. Hey, this couldn't be a good idea. And um, they're just kind of kind of walk you through that while still supporting you and knowing you for you. So I cannot stress enough, these six or seven people need to be people outside of your immediate family because while parents and siblings are incredible, they're going to support you regardless of what you do. And sometimes it's hard for them to give you that tough love. And so you need to have six or seven people who you know are going to be by your side regardless and build you up while still kind of keeping you level-headed and um, out of tunnel vision, if you will. The fourth thing is kind of random, but it's that thank you notes still matter. So if you go and you interview for a job, follow up with a thank you note. That's going to make you stand out a whole lot more than following up with a thank you email. If um, you receive a gift from someone, follow up with a thank you note. Thank you notes that are handwritten mean so much more to people and they're so much more memorable. And that kind of goes back to my second tip of be memorable. You should do things not necessarily to stick out, but things that are going to um, elevate you in people's minds and when they think about, oh, like, who did I just interview? And they get a physical handwritten copy of you saying, hey, thank you for taking time out of your day to interview you or interview me. I look forward to hearing back from you soon, whatever it may be. You're not going to get lost in their junk folder in their inbox. It's as simple as that. So this one, this next one was something that I'd never really thought about before, which was kind of I I don't want to say dumb of me, but it's the saying, the size of your network is the size of your net worth. So say you have 300 connections. Those 300 connections have 300 connections. That's another 600 connections. Those additional 300 connections have 300 plus connections and it just continues and continues and continues. And one of my um, professors of my marketing research class She was saying that she has been incredibly successful. She's been on the uh, marketing board for Coors Brewery, the beer company, which is incredible because if you think about all the Coors ads that you've seen in your lifetime, like she helped do that. But she went to school to be a mechanical engineer and she said that she's never had a job in her life, in her entire life, and she's probably in her late 40s, early 50s that she got from a random interview that she sent in um, an interview some or 
she sent an application somewhere and she had no connection to that person. And while, yes, it is possible and obviously not everyone is going to have connections in certain industries that they want to work in, if you have connections, that is going to help you so tremendously because obviously they can't carry you all the way. You do have to work for it and um, you do have to really put forth that effort. But just like I was saying before, if your personal board of directors, those six or seven people that support you and give you tough love, that stand by you, that believe in you, if they have connections with people and they're willing to say, oh yeah, like she works so hard, she would do so incredible in this position. Or if they're going to give the tough love to the people they're referring you to as oh, she works really hard and she um, could do this job, but she actually could do more than this job or this job might be better suited for her or whatever it may be. These connections are really going to help propel you forward in the direction that you think that you want to go. So the next one is to define your non-negotiables. So when you're applying for a job or when you're thinking about a career or when you're offered a certain job or a certain position for a job, think about the things that are non-negotiable to you. Think about the things that you, regardless of the job, regardless regardless of the paycheck, whatever it may be, you're not changing those. So for me right now, um, I would say that after I graduate, one of my non-negotiables is that the job has to have potential in Denver. That's a non-negotiable for me. So after I graduate grad school, I, in this point in my life, would like to be in Denver, so that's a non-negotiable. For you, it might be that you have certain days off or that you have X amount of vacation days or that you have XYZ benefits. Whatever it may be, set your non-negotiables before you accept a job and make sure they're aware of these non-negotiables. So the next thing is to be adaptable, but don't negotiate your non-negotiables. So kind of going back to what I was saying, have everything set in stone that you require and obviously don't walk in with a huge list of oh I have to come in at 10 o'clock every morning and I get every Friday off and I get like 25 vacation days each three months or something ridiculous like don't (laughs) I don't want to say don't shoot for the moon because you should set goals for yourself and you should set things that you're not wavering from but be realistic when you're setting these um, be adaptable. So if something isn't on that list and someone says, hey, can you actually help me with this project? I know that you are meant to help me with this part. And while I really appreciate it, I need you to help me with this instead. Be adaptable and um, be able to work in a team. That's something that a lot of people are looking for. The next thing is to define your motivators. So for some people, it might be money. And in that case, I don't think there's anything wrong with walking into an interview and When someone asks, why do you need this job? Saying, well, um, quite frankly, right now I am unemployed and I'm trying to get into the marketing industry. I'm trying to get into the science industry. I'm trying to get into the engineering industry. And this seems like a good way to do that. I really respect your company. I really respect what you're doing. Kind of cycle it back around to make it a positive. But there's no reason that you should lie and say something that isn't true. Because if you say, oh, money doesn't matter then they're going to pay you a lot less than they would if you were to say, I'm in this because I really need money right now until I can build my career up. Um, If your motivator is the community of the company, if you want to know the company's culture, if you walk into a company and it's perfect from A to Z, but it doesn't have a good company culture, 
and that's something that motivates you, maybe that isn't the job for you. The next thing is don't apologize. Um, I've touched on this before in episodes, but as long as you are doing what you think is right in the moment, it doesn't matter looking back on it if it was the right thing to do because that's hindsight bias and you're always going to have a little bit of that. If you're doing what you think is right in the moment, as long as you were not intentionally harming anybody, you should have no reason to apologize other than I could have done this better or um, I'm late for this interview. Like, I apologize that I was late, but don't don't apologize for the things that we just talked about, your motivators, your non-negotiables, um, whatever it may be. The next thing is you have to do things in life that you don't want to do always. <laughs> and I'm not saying to take a job that you don't want to take. I'm saying sometimes you're going to have to do laundry if you want clean clothes. Sometimes you're going to have to work out if you want to live a healthy lifestyle And I think that all goes back to the quote of when motivation depletes, discipline kicks in. Because you can say, oh, I really want this job and I really want this house and I really want whatever it may be. But you're going to have to take the hard steps to get there. And life isn't always all sunshine and rainbows. And so you have to know what you want so that when life throws you a curveball, you have the discipline to continue on the path that you are going. Okay, so we only have a couple of more things. A lot of that has to do with the fact that I'm sick right now. I'm sure you guys can probably hear in my voice, so I do apologize. But I hope that you've enjoyed this episode for so far. I have about five more tips for you guys, and then we're going to call it a night. So the next one is learn to speak up. Have a voice. Stand up for what you believe in. Stand up for your motivators, your non-negotiables, reflect on what you're doing and make a game plan and say things that align with that game plan and just speak up. If someone treats you terribly, whether it be in an interview, in a classroom, and it's just one of your friends, it's never going to hurt to speak up. I shouldn't say never, but (laughs) most of the time it's not going to hurt to speak up. Speaking of speaking up, um, if you want a job, make the phone call. So don't fall into the black hole of online applications. Believe me, I'm guilty of it too. You see an application online and you're like, wow, this is so easy. I just have to submit my name and date of birth and whatever and I'll be put in their system. I was discussing with uh, my marketing professor and she said that her daughter got a job that had 2,000 applicants not because she was most qualified and not because she was like honestly the best candidate like she had no idea but after she was hired the recruiter of at HR told her she was the only one who reached out and called them that was the reason she got the job is because she made the phone call so I think that that speaks volumes and I think that it's very important to make that physical connection because like I've said Like I was saying previously, the size of your network is the size of your net worth. And the more connections you can have with people, actual human connections, not just emailing back and forth, not just an online internet connection, the better. The third to last thing is to absorb knowledge and absorb knowledge from every aspect of your life and don't be afraid of learning things in places that you didn't expect to, whether that be life really 
just throwing things at you that you were not anticipating that might not be the greatest it's an opportunity for you to learn for me like I was saying like I learned a lot of these tips in my marketing research class which is something I would have never expected I've been sitting there analyzing numbers and datas and datas oh my goodness guys I'm losing it. (laughs) I've been analyzing numbers and data for the past 10 weeks and last class she decided to share this with us. So sometimes you're going to be introduced to new knowledge and new um, things and when you least expect it and so it's very important to absorb that and see everything as a learning opportunity. The second to last thing is to seek out a mentor and be a mentor. I think that it's very important to act the way that you would like other people to act towards you and I think that kind of goes back to the golden rule of treat others the way that you would like to be treated but be a mentor to people. Um, Do things that you think other people would look up to and set that standard for yourself but also seek out a mentor. It's very important to have people in your life who are going to support you and who you can kind of look up to and not necessarily follow in their footsteps, but definitely learn from. And if you ever have any questions or need advice, you have that person to go to. And that can even be someone who is in your personal board of directors. It can be a parent. It can be a best friend. It can be a coworker, whatever it may be. Um, It's important to have a mentor or someone that you can look up to. And the last one is probably my favorite one, and it's to unlearn as fast as you learn. What I mean by this is that sometimes we get into a routine of doing things over and over and over again, and we train ourselves to do these things, and these things, we call them habits, and they're not always the best thing. Sometimes we do have really great habits, and sometimes we have awful habits. And more often than not, these awful habits are the ones that are hardest to drop. So when I say unlearn as fast as you learn, I mean drop the bad habits and stray away from anything that is no longer serving you or no longer benefiting you. So I think that's it for this episode, you guys. I know that was super, super short. Um, I hope that you guys have an incredible Monday. I will be back next week with Emma. I do apologize that the episode was so short. I'm really not feeling great. And I just wanted to have something out there for you guys. But give us your feedback on the Hugo Girls Instagram. That's H-Y-G-G-E Girls Podcast um, is our Instagram handle and let us know what you think. Let us know topics that you want to hear in the upcoming weeks. And until then, I'll talk to you guys next Monday. Bye guys. Bye.